Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's edition of Midweek Mind Candy. We're super happy that you decided to drop in today and pick up another little piece of knowledge to add to the book. We just love these words, we love the banter, and we love the information that we get. I'm Stacy Johnston, and I am completely honored and excited to be here today with my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are things in your world today, Kathy? They are fantastic. I was just talking about how quiet it was out here, and as soon as the recording started, three motorcycles drove by. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always got to test it, right? Just a little bit. Test your truth. So tell me, Kathy, when we get to have these conversations with the people that we get to meet, what's your favorite part about the midweek mind candy conversations? The perspective. <clears throat> Every time we talk to somebody, excuse me, about a word, we get a different perspective and a different, you know, a different way to look at it, a different definition even sometimes of the very same word. And I think that it is super cool. I really dig the the difference in opinion and uh, interpretation of the word. How about you? Yeah, that, that's me. I really like that, that too because one word can mean so many different things to so many different people. And, you know, it really depends on the lens with which you look at life through, how that, how that word is going to play out for you in your life. And um, it's interesting. You, it, it's so much. I love the definitions that we get. So let's kick it off. We have a beautiful guest with us today. Um, I'm always excited about that. There comes in that third perspective, right? So without further ado, if you're ready, Kathy, let's bring in Mathilde Anglade. How are you today? Hello, Stacy, Kathy. I'm so happy to be here. And today is, uh, is a good day of transition for me. I'm about to go on a weekend to Sedona, and I'm moving through a lot of uh, emotional waves. So it's a fully packed day. So I'm really happy to step out of it a little bit and enjoy a conversation with you. Well, good. And maybe this word that we're going to talk about today will just play into that transition that we're going through. Because today we're going to talk about... So. We're going to, today we're going to talk about the word peace. Oh, oh, I was literally just thinking about the word peace before uh, you introduced me on the podcast. And um, yesterday I was moving through a lot and I thought, oh, I don't, want to, I don't want to do the podcast. Maybe I should tell Stacey that we do it next week because I'm moving through a lot. And then I thought, Mathilde, Mathilde, that's an opportunity to step into a word that is probably going to be divinely guided to you and help you on that journey, right? So, mm-hmm. so I moved through that and I decided, okay, let, let's go talk to Stacey and Cassie and, and get this word, you know? Yeah. So thank you. Well, uh, you're welcome. So when you hear the word peace, when that word comes to you, how do you define that word, Matilda? What's your, what's your thought? Peace. Um, I find the word peace itself very peaceful. You know how some words um, sound like what they mean in a way? And mm-hmm. so just saying the word peace makes me feel more peaceful already. I feel like my nervous system is relaxing and I feel an idea of stillness and, and something slow um, when I think about the word peace um, and a certain emptiness as well, if that makes sense. Um, 
And I think what I like a lot with peace sometimes, I try to differentiate inner peace and outer peace because sometimes um, I feel like we define peace as a, an environment where it's very quiet and still it's very peaceful, right? Um, but sometimes I don't want it to be very quiet and still around me. I want it to be fun and celebratory and active. And I can have an environment around me that isn't peaceful, but I can still feel peace inside of me. So sometimes I feel really peaceful inside and in alignment, um, even though there's like wild and intense things happening outside, right? So I think, yeah, sometimes I like to differentiate that, the inner peace and the outer peace, if that makes sense. And I don't need yeah. outer peace to find inner peace, right? I can be dancing my ass off on a stage or something and be fully at peace inside, but the outside is wild and moving and, you know? Mm. Oh, I really do. Yeah. I, you know, when I, was, yeah. when I was thinking about it last night, I was just kind of the same thing. I was tossing the words around one at a time as we decided what we were going to do, and I was thinking about what peace was about for me. Mm. And so I, mm. for me, peace is not the absence of chaos, but rest in mm. the middle. Mm. Because the chaos is going to continue. Life is mm. going to go forward. You can't manage time, time no matter what you do. You're right, you can manage what you're allotted in it, but you can't manage the time because it just moves forward. And that creates mm. chaos in itself, right? Sometimes if we could just stop time and catch up, then that piece mm. of chaos would be gone. But that's not possible. Right? You can't stop yeah. what's going on in the world around you. You can't stop the emotions and the reactions of other people around you. So the chaos continues. So mm-hmm. peace for me is not the absence of that because that's not even reality. But it's, mm. rest, it's rest in the middle of that. Is my soul, am I peaceful inside? Right? Because as long I love as that. I yeah, as long as you've got your peace inside in the middle, then it can be inner peace if you need it that day. It can be outer peace if the people around you need that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, peace for me is an understanding and it's not expecting the absence of chaos. It's finding your ability yeah. to rest in the middle of that. I love the expression to rest in the middle of that. And it's making me think of how, you know, when you just pause, close your eyes, and you can feel the inside, the core of you, and, and find that peace in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that feeling. And I also, what's interesting is that I think when I was a kid, the first time I remember hearing the word peace, I, I don't really remember exactly, but I think it was probably in history classes when we learned about war and, and then the peace treaty. So the word peace was very, very much associated with war and conflict. And I think um, it's translated today also in my life as um Sometimes there's no need to fight, there's no need to resist uh, someone or a situation. There's a certain acceptance to reach peace and, and an idea that um, I need to stop fighting and I need to lean in to find that peace sometimes when a situation isn't uh, pleasing for me. Mm, I think that's what we yeah. all look for sometimes. So, Cassie, how about you? Mm-hmm. When you hear the word peace, how do you define it? What does that mean to you? I think peace is a decision. Mm. I have said before that we can either be pissed off because rose bushes have thorns or we can be grateful that thorn bushes have roses. Mm. So I think that once you 
change your perspective on your situation, it's easier to find inner peace because inner peace I, I think is super important because if there's conflict inside, then there's no mm-hmm. way to project a positive influence because mm-hmm. what gets mirrored is that conflict, you know. Um, so inner peace to me is is very important, but it's also a decision at the same time. You know, you have to decide that it's okay to be okay or not be okay, but either way, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's a lot of pressure from the, the outer world, from society, from, you know, everywhere that if you're okay with just being okay, then you're mediocre. And I think that's mm. crazy. Because, you I know, love for that. some people, you know, getting up in the morning and running 15 miles is awesome for some people. But for some people, it's a struggle just to get out of bed. Mm. Hmm. Very true. Yeah, I love the piece that you brought about the mirror. Like everything that happens inside is reflected outside. So if we're looking for peace, we got to find it inside. And if there is a, a conflict outside, there's probably an inner conflict that we can solve and be at peace with. And I love what you brought up too, the, this, this idea that people have with being okay, that it means mediocrity. And I think there's so much beauty in... Uh, just the the normalness of our lives, you know, and what some could call mediocrity. I think there's so much beauty in that, and in our human lives being being simple, and you know, all of us are trying to do life, and you know, we have dinner with friends, and we do lots of weird little things, and we try to get by, and we try to be happy, and you know, and yeah. most of us live an an average life in a sense, but in a great way. There's so much beauty in that, I find, and so much peace to be found in that. So I love that you brought that up. I agree. I think peace also is about contentment. Mm. You know, I I think that you have to be content where you are with what you have, right? I mean, the best time to do it is right now. Do what you can where you are with what you've got. Mm. And when you can be, when you can find that place of, and content and complacent are very different, right? Because people say, well, if you get, if you find yourself, let yourself get content where you are, then you have a tendency to get complacent. But again, I think that's a choice that you make. Mm-hmm. Because when you're content where you are and you know that there's always a solution, it might not be the solution you thought it was going to be. Right? Mm-hmm. It might not be how you had it pictured, but there's always a solution. For up, there's down. So if there's a problem, there's a solution. That's that's the right. That's the law of polarity. Mm. And and so once you get okay with that, right? Get okay with the fact that it's going to be okay. And open yourself mm. up and ask for what you need. Do you need understanding? Do you need discernment? Do you need peace? Do you need a shoulder? Ask for those things. Put that out there. Right, if it's to whoever it is that guides you, right? For me, I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to say, all right, Lord, I need this. And and it's not about reverence. It's about being able to own the need. Is it your best friend that you can go to and go, hey, I need this for a minute. Can you help mm. me find this place? 
And so finding contentment with where you are brings that inner peace and brings that place where you finally recognize, you know what, it might be crazy, but it can be okay. Mm. Because it's all this circle that comes back around. Right? Sometimes those circles are little bitty and sometimes those circles are great big. But they're covered up with the pieces of the cross along that journey. Mm. And knowing that circle is going to come back around. So contentment also, I think, is, is a level of peace for me. I love that. And I think it requires a lot of vulnerability to actually find peace, you know, and to be okay with what is. I think it, mm-hmm. it, it's simple in a way. I think it's quite simple, and that's why sometimes it's so hard to go to because, like as you said, it's a decision, and sometimes it's very simple to be in peace. There is an acceptance and a, and a contentment with the what is. So it's not complicated, but it can be hard and require a lot of vulnerability, and sometimes I think it blocks us from getting there. And I think sometimes I can also see the shadow side of peace when... Uh, there's times where we we go numb, we, we get overwhelmed in life or we go numb and we can call it peace, but it's not really peace. It might look like peace on the outside because we're numbing ourselves and stepping out of a situation, but um, but it's not peace, it's numbing. And so I think that to actually feel the inner peace, it requires a lot of facing the truth and vulnerably accepting it. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the two things you can't change are what's already happened and where you're standing right now. What you can change is where you go from here. Mm. What do you become from that? Where do you travel from that? Where does the journey take you from that? Because you are there. I think fear has a big big part in that. Um, Mm. Sometimes people, and I know, you know, even myself, Sometimes to bring yourself to that place of peace, you have to do things that you're uncomfortable with. You have to set boundaries. Sometimes it's removing toxic people from your life. Sometimes it's, you know, quitting a habit or changing a habit or, you know, going back to school or whatever it is. But it's fear that stops you from making that change. So I think that once, you know, you, you decide that it's okay to be afraid of it, mm. but that the peace comes on the other side of that, you know, you have to face that challenge to find that peace because that obstacle is part of what's causing that conflict. Mm. Very true. Mm, yeah, sometimes there's a fear of losing someone or losing a situation if we, if we go into peace and acceptance so we keep fighting and resisting which then makes it worse but it's uh, it's complicated and those things I feel like we know them and still our human gets trapped into it you know what I mean we still get trapped into I get trapped into the resisting sometimes and the attachment even though deep down I know it's in the letting go and the release and the acceptance that I will find the peace and the beauty but it requires a lot of trust and vulnerability and sometimes it's hard to move through in some situations Mm. Yeah, I it's think so that, weird. you know, about doing that, but then the the fear, again, of causing a conflict mm-hmm. to arise when you set a certain boundary or, you know, when you, when you cut that loss, 
also has a part to play in it because, you know, there's fear of doing it, but there's fear of the repercussions. Mm. But, you know, at the in the end, if that's what you need, the repercussions are not going to outweigh the benefits. Mm. I agree. It requires you know, a lot of trust. Oh, good for me. Oh, it does. And I, I think you're right. I think when you finally decide it's okay to reach that place of contentment and peace in your life so that you can grow and become the next thing, sometimes that growth makes people around you uncomfortable. Because yeah. as you change and as you grow, it's possible that you don't fit into their puzzle the same way anymore. Yeah. Right? And so we let their resistance to our change stop us. We think, oh, well, but then that's not fair to her or that's not fair to him. Or, but that's not fair to the world because then you don't get to become right, what you're supposed mm. to become next. And so that piece of recognizing that your growth is okay and if people get uncomfortable around you, that's also okay because that's their decision to make. That's up to them to more the way you fit into their puzzle. That's not your job. Mm. Your job is to grow and to become. It's their job to open that new place in their life for you as you make that change. And so yeah, and finding the piece, you're, yeah. Go ahead, if Kat. you're outgrowing... If you're outgrowing where you are and who you were and the people around you, you're right on schedule. Keep evolving, you know? It's for a reason. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is so relevant. I'm deep into that at the moment. At, and at all levels, like I can see that my growth and expansion is uh, inspiring some and then it's triggering other people and some close friends who um, see parts of me change and then... Um, projects on judgment so um and so it takes a lot of uh, inner uh trust and this feeling of inner peace and alignment to know that this is my path this is my journey and other people get to adjust if they want to keep this love for me and they get to uh open their heart more and i think it also comes a lot in romantic relationship it's coming up in my romantic relationship because in such a close and intimate container um we change, we go through transformations, and it's such a, an invitation to open our hearts and to keep loving the person through all the changes. You know, I can't imagine what, what uh, you know, Stacey, you, you've lived longer years than, than me, and I imagine that you've been through many phases of your life and versions of you, and uh, yeah, I'd love to learn from you how it's been to find peace in that and for the close people around you to open their hearts to your evolution and your growth. I can see a conversation coming, my friend. I can see that conversation mm. coming. So we <laughs> are regretfully, we are regretfully right now at a place in this conversation where we're going to have to say goodbye so we don't run over mm-hmm. our time and, and, and tax our audience, right? We love for them to be able to absorb this in their, in their place. So let's, let's close out as we usually do. Number one, please, ladies and gentlemen, always remember that we are brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If there's a way that we can serve you, if we can serve you or yours, if you know somebody that we need to talk to, a story that ought to be shared, or you just want to have a conversation with us, reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We would love to have a conversation with you. I'm going to lay out my challenge, as I do every week as we get ready to close, to our listening audience. I hope you take this word today and you add it to your mind candy dish and it just gives you pause to think about what peace is about for you how do you model peace 
Because as we look at the people coming up under us and they're looking at us to see what's next, they're going to remember 7% of what we say and 93% of what we show them. How do you model peace? How do you, how do you give that energy to the people around you? So my challenge for you this week is to look at the word peace in your life. Where does it fit in? How do you play it? How do you define it? And how do you model it? Cassie, what would you like to leave our audience with today? I would also like to leave you with a challenge. Um, I, I challenge all of our listeners to take a personal inventory. You know, if there are, if there are obstacles or things that are standing in your way of your version of greatness, Figure out how to overcome those obstacles because, like I said, the, the benefits far outweigh the repercussions of moving forward. Mm. And how about you, Matilde? How would you like to leave our audience today? Uh, I'd like to leave our audience with a prayer to find more peace, especially in the moments of transition, um, be it big transitions or tiny transitions, which can be getting in your car or getting out of the car, coming home, in all those little moments, trying to find more peace. 